Good Wednesday morning to you. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad to have you with us for the program today. I see you're glad, too. Thanks. Come on in. We're going to brief you what's happening in the world of news and current events, what's going on there, and we want to get your opinions and thoughts about it. And the way you do that is, thank you, thank you, thank you, be seated, is uh, how you do that is, is, let me get that in the background wrong, is call us on the brew lines, 918-756-3646, and let your voice be heard, or you can text on the Windy Chevy text line, the, your thoughts and opinions and memes and jokes and just a good morning. That's always good, too. And that's the same number, 918-756-3646. Text or call. The number does it all here at the Brewers. Brewers Briefing. We do podcast the program, well, because the world needs to listen to it. And it's to save the world one broadcast at a time. And it's out there. It's called Brewers Briefing. Check it out on all your podcast places. And download the app for your phone called The Brew. Okay, all right, all right. That's that's most of the laundry right there. Good morning, David. Welcome, sir. Glad to have you, man. Appreciate you. You're always Johnny on the spot right there. Let's take a look at the forecast. It is colder than a you-know-what out there. 23 degrees. Frost is on the pumpkin. Look right out there. You can see it. It's frosty out there. 23 degrees at Okamogibbe Municipal Airport and going to be sunny today and 51. And, uh, yeah, we have one more freeze tonight. Shoot, I thought it was over last night. I I, I was hoping, but no. Uh, 30 degrees tonight. 51 today. That's tolerable. Sunshine and southerly breezes, 5 to 10. Pretty nice, really. 30 overnight. Tomorrow, 57. That's when the warm-up starts. 37 Thursday night. Friday, sunny at 65, glorious, 47 Friday night. Going to be chilly for football. By the way, we're doing oh, hey, wait a minute. We're doing a Thursday game this week. We have decided we're going to do uh, Beggs at Sperry Thursday night. That's the final regular season game of the, of the year. Brew TV Sports, Sam Harbin, all the live streaming action on the Brew TV. And that's on our website, listentothebrew.com. Friday night. So if you don't want to make it up there and it's cold, we'll just watch it. Saturday going to be glorious. 70 degrees sunshine. Southerly breezes, 54 overnight. 73 Sunday. Monday, 71. And Tuesday, down to 61. For the high temperatures around the state. Let's see. I don't know. We have 28 in the panhandle. There's a 24 at Hooker. It's cold there. There's a 24 there and all over the place. 22s and whatnot all over. Lots of 20s. Everywhere there is some 30s also in the panhandle. 32, matter of fact, it's the coldest and the hottest spot in the state is in the panhandle. That's totally weird. We don't have, yeah, that's the only 30 in the entire state. Well, no, there's some down south. Tipton's 30. Anyway, there's your temperatures around the country. There's that, and and, and let me let me get the text line up. There's the Wendy Chevy text line. Good morning, Vicky. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you with us for the show. Thank you so much for jumping in there. Wednesday, November 1st today. November is here. And I like November, don't you? Don't you love the, the fall colors and the temperatures and the Thanksgiving that's coming? Thanksgiving is coming. And it's, it's probably my favorite holiday because it's just food. And chilling with the fam and stuff like that. So I, I like I like Thanksgiving a lot, and it's not all crazy with all the stupid gift giving and all that craziness that goes on. But I digress. All right, so so we good? Are we everybody good? We got we get everybody in here. Everybody needs to. We got to start the news, see what's happening in the world. I haven't even really got all into it today. I was preparing the news story for the eight o'clock. Did you catch the story where the Oklahoma Attorney General sues? the state over the Catholic charter school. We might just start there and, and see what you people think about this, the situation. So Oklahoma was the first, uh, this, this situation first in the country. All right. This made national news a few weeks ago, months ago, I say, good morning, Faye Roy. Is that you? Why well, gosh, it is. He's in here too. Now we can carry on. Let's say mom. Is that you mother? Are you texting me? We got to see. Uh, you can put out your grass now, she says. I know it. Well, not till tomorrow. I got to 
Anyway, so the attorney general of Oklahoma is suing because Oklahoma voted to give taxpayer money to a Christian charter school, this Catholic school, St. Isidore of Seville, virtual charter school, was approved for taxpayer money. And people are saying, well, like the attorney general is like, well, this con- this this goes against the Constitution. You can't have uh, religious-funded schools paid for by taxpayers, basically. Uh, you can't have state-sponsored religion at all. And if you do this for this and you, you're going down a road, what, what, what if we have to fund radical Muslim schools teaching like Sharia? And that's that's a part of it. So we we just got to keep it all out of the school system. You can't have. I mean, you can have religious schools, but you can't have it funded by taxpayers. That's the basis of this whole thing. Stitt, Governor Stitt, says that Drummond lacks a firm grasp on the constitutional principle of religious freedom. So I'm curious what you think about this because I can see both sides of this deal a little bit, and I, you know. I mean, I'm personally, I'm a religious kind of a guy. I'm a spiritual kind of a guy. I don't, I don't love the term religious at all, but you, you know what I'm saying? I, I believe in the Bible and the God of the Bible and, uh, that we should follow him wholeheartedly and all that stuff and teach it best we can. We need that. We need to be ta- taught that stuff. You know, but if you start teaching, you know, if you, it's just, we could, and I'd love it if we could just go full in. Like, I mean, like, but then you get some weirdo teaching the way that they understand. Let's say, it's the, well, you, you know how it is. I mean, you look at the Bible, like we're all studying this one book, right? And there's so many opinions about how it should go, like how you, how you walk this out. I'll never forget when I was living in Israel and Jerusalem, the holy city. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And I got to live there for a little bit, little tiny window. And I would sit in the uh, old city of Jerusalem and I would, there was this, this cafe I like to go to. And it was, it was not too far from the, uh, from the Western wall. It was just at the hub of it all, man. And I'd sit outside on a nice summer day in the morning. And I was just hanging out over there. It was a great time in life for me. And anyway, you know, so I was sitting out there and I would just watch the people. And they would come from around the world. You can imagine, around everybody comes to Jerusalem and they want to see all the sights and stuff, and they want to worship the God of Israel. And I would sit and watch these people, and I would I would look and, and observe the different ways that they would interpret the scriptures and how that you should worship God. And one of the ways, you know, is how you how you dress. And so you look at you look at the Orthodox Jews over there and and there's different sects of these Jews there's there's all kinds and they all dress differently and and you got the one I think it's the Russian ones that they have the big gigantic hats that look like they're wearing a tire around the top of their head you know the big tall black hats and you'd see those folks and their traditions and you'd see different ones and then you'd see the the Franciscans and the Armenian Christians and the way they would dress and then the, you got the Catholics and the way they, and then, then the, the different ones, and it was just, it was just fascinating to watch and to consider all of these people studying the same book and coming out with different interpretations, of how we should follow it. And, uh, so, you know, you got some of that, right? So what do you do with the state situation is Drummond right to say, well, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be using taxpayer money to fund religious schools in our state. I'm going to put that on you people and say, what What do you think? You need to let me know. 918-756-3646. I'm really curious about your opinion. Don't go radio silent on me. All right. I bet you he's going to win this. I, I bet you this comes down to where the Supreme Court of Oklahoma will decide that that's unconstitutional. You can't do that. But I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I don't really know. What say you, people? What say you? Okay. Well, anyway, that's, I'm just going to leave that out there. And you can discuss it with me if you want to. If you don't, that's all right, too. 
What do we got queued up? We got some stuff from yesterday, I think, that we did not get finished. There comes a call right there. Let's jump in here and talk to Marshila. Hi there. How are you? Hey, dadgummit, my phone is not connected to the Bluetooth. It was, and now it's not. Let me try that again. Talk to me. Oh. There you are. I got you. Briefly, I'm on my way to pick up dad. So. Yeah. All right. Well, go. We have some training at the OKGOP, and the one of the, well, the attorneys that uh, defended Coach Kennedy uh, that had prayed you know, on the football field just as an individual, and then they fired him, and then they defended him, and they had to backtrack and reinstate him. Uh, they talked about this situation with this Catholic school, and there have been at least five Supreme Court rulings that say if you offer a benefit, like a taxpayer-funded benefit, to one entity, you cannot deny that same right to receive funding just because uh, an entity is a religious organization. So uh, the most recent case was the church that applied for funding to make improvements to their church playground. I think it involved ground-up tires or something. Anyway, they, it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled that on their behalf that they had to, if the funding was being offered, they couldn't deny them just because they were a religious organization. You say the Supreme Court of Oklahoma? No. The, oh, the, the, the big Supreme Court. Okay, gotcha. All right. At least five times has ruled in cases similar to this, that you can't deny it taxpayer funds just because an organization is religious. So that's why this has come about with this public school, is that they feel like there is precedent, uh, you know, for them to receive funding. Now, back to your thing, it does open the door for all kinds of schools, private schools to be funded uh, and religious, well, religious schools to be funded, uh, you know, which is, uh, is a tough thing when we think about, you know, radical Muslims and with, you know, um, Witchcraft and all that. I mean, you know, there's no telling what all would be applied for. So, but there's it's two different situations. Do we like it or is it, con you know, constitutional? So that's the knowledge that I have. Well, that is interesting. No, that, that's good. This may go to the highest court of the land, then we'll see how it, how it shakes out. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. But it is kind of a, is it a double-edged sword? I mean, do you think it's good? That we have a tax funder paid religious Christian type religious thing going on here. Do you think it's uh, it's not a road we want to go down? I mean, I, I don't put you on the spot really, but let's just put you on the spot. Well, I mean, you know, when you think about it from our point of view, oh yeah, we would love to have religious schools funded. Right. When you think about it from the can of worms that it's going to open. Yeah. Then no, I don't want it. And it goes back to the same situation of homeschoolers. A lot of homeschoolers don't want any government funding because with government funding comes the potential for restrictions and them to tell you what you Right, want. right. And that's what we see in, in uh, organizations that help domestic violence victims and human trafficking victims. When they accept funding, federal funding, there's a lot of things they cannot do. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And so, you know, you open all that up when you take the money. Well, it's a, it's, it, it's a, it's tough. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I know where I would stand on the deal, quite frankly. And it's kind of why I was kind of throwing it out there. And I appreciate you letting us know about that. Cause that is interesting about that precedence on, you can't withhold it just because it's, religious, you know, and some of that stuff. So we'll see how it goes, but I go ahead. The guys that were involved with Coach Kennedy are involved in defending this Catholic school too. Yeah. See, that's a whole different deal to me. The guy praying on the field, that, that's that, that, now, of course that doesn't, you know, I get some of that, but it doesn't, to me, that's not an apples and apples comparison, you know, to, to this situation, but 
but it is true that you know that you you got to be allowing that stuff. Now I'm a hundred percent for that. Like if a coach wants to pray before a game or a kids, you know, they offer. They don't, they're not making anybody pray, right? I mean, they. I think that's. I'm a hundred percent behind offering the opportunity to pray if you you know you want to join us. We're going to do this, and the coach leads it or the student leads it or whatever. But right. yeah, point was that yeah. the attorneys that yeah 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 work. gotcha. Yeah. They must be awfully sharp, so. Yeah, they are sharp. They've yeah. done several Supreme Court cases. So, well, Marcia, thanks for weighing in. Appreciate you. All right, be careful. Take care. Thanks so much. All right. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Well, there's that. So anyway, we'll see how that shakes out. We'll kind of keep keep a look at that. What else is happening in the world of news? I don't know. I'm just perusing around here. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. Seventy six percent end GOP debates. What is this? Um. At this stage of the 2024 presidential election, it's, it can't get much clearer, according to this article here. According to Trump's campaign longtime poster, McLaughlin and Associates, former President Donald Trump has the biggest primary lead yet, 47 points over DeSantis. And former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley stuck at 8%. Most Republican voters, 76%, want to end the GOP debates and have the focus turned to Trump versus Biden. All right, so we'll ask you where you people stand. Now, this could be all a bunch of hocus-pocus, just what somebody else says in his polling polling company that he likes. But he is way ahead. I mean, I don't think anybody would deny that. Trump is still the fave right now for the Republicans. Do you think we should continue on with these primaries and the debates and uh, out at, or do you think we should turn toward Trump and just let's rock and roll? What if he's in jail? <laughs> Can he run the country from jail? If he goes to jail, well, his security team, the the, the you know Secret Service is going to have to go to jail with him, and they're going to have to serve time with our former president. This is getting crazy. What is going to happen with this deal? I mean, they want so badly for him to go get behind bars. They want to put him behind bars so badly. They want that that shot. It might even help him. I mean, this is it's so crazy. The times we're living in and the politics we're living in in this country are absolutely a clown show. I mean, it, it, it is. So, personally, I think we should continue on. Let these primary folks continue to battle, battle it out. Let's hear their opinions. I still like... Governor DeSantis a lot. I like him. Trump is, in my mind right now, and I don't know. I voted for Trump twice, and I like Trump. Still drinking the coffee. Still got that going on, a second cup. Y'all be so proud of me, too. I'm doing celery juice now. I'm not going to talk about that because I'm talking about this, but... I drink a 16-ounce glass of pure celery juice every morning. It's delicious. Anyway, so what what do you think? I mean, I like hearing DeSantis and what he thinks and how he would handle things and and getting a different perspective. I already know how Trump's going to handle stuff. I mean, I, we've seen that. And Trump is, I don't know, Trump is just Trump, man. He's he's a mixed bag. I like a lot of it, and then I, I'm not sure about some of it. And I, I like the the thought of having a lot of Trump type policies without the drama that you're going to get with DeSantis. And so I like that. Haley, I can't stand it. Go away, Nikki Haley. You you are you're just part of the swamp, in my opinion. And nobody else in the running. Out there, see, by, oh, what's his name? Vice President Pence is gone. Bye-bye. You never had a chance, man. I'm glad he's gone. I, I, there's nobody else in that running that, that stands a chance besides DeSantis, in my opinion. Now, you know, I don't know. What say you, people? What do you say? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what else we got happening. We got, we got other news? Is this it? No, there's more stuff, I'll bet you. What time is it? We got to take a break? Pay some bills. Once in a while, we're going to do that around here. Believe it or not, the bills continue to come in. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. More Brewers Briefing. You stay with us. 
825 is our time. How the heck are you? It's Wednesday's hump day, middle of the weekday. We're going to get to the weekend because I can see it. And the weather's going to be great. I, I, I feel so badly for those people at the Pecan Festival, Chili Festival, that worked so hard to make last weekend. And it's, you know, and it is the rain, the cold rain decided to come in on Saturday. And it was a, it was a, it was a disaster. I mean, the poor people, people setting up booze, trying to cook chili. There was still a few diehards out there. I saw Andrew Harlan, man, he out there cooking the chili and all that and people. And it was, uh, it was just too bad because the weather before that, the weekend was phenomenal and it's going to be phenomenal this weekend. And the thing and the thing, and it just turned terrible. It was cold and wet and rainy. It was just, yeah, just terrible. That's what, that's what you get. You don't know. You can't predict the weather a year in advance. So anyway, I appreciate all the people that put that together and tried and everything. It was, it was good. All right. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? News. We got news, people. News. What do we got? We got stuff. Let me see. Where are we going next? We're going here. What is this? We got so much happening with this uh, Israeli war on these savages across the street down there in, in Gaza. Uh, U.S. officials heighten terror warnings amid Israel-Hamas war border crisis. Uh, yeah, yeah, we know. We know. We're going to talk about the border. I'm going to play a clip from from uh, Senator or Congressman Kennedy. I think he's a congressman. He's a funny guy. I like him from Louisiana. He's going to be talking to some folks about the border. We have had 8 to 10 million people come into our country in the last three years. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of gotaways, they call them. Bunches of known terrorists that we have apprehended. God himself only knows how many we have not. There is no question. We have got folks in this country that want to do our country harm. And we have got sympathizers with this, with the savages down in Gaza, which is still shocking to me, I guess. I, I don't know if it's shocking or upsetting or infuriating or all the above to see these people in our country sympathizing with these brutes, these, these savages down there, the, as if there's some kind of possible justification for the way they did these innocent people in Israel, putting babies in ovens and beheading young women and, and the raping and pillaging and murdering and just beyond any human imagination, what these scumbags can have done. And yet we've got these idiots in our country and around other places in the West supporting these kind of actions. It's man, it's so maddening. And then we got out the, we got the freaking invasion on the Southern border going on. And here they come, man. They're just caravans coming. Are you seeing them? Sure you are. What's being done? I don't know. We got tit for tat. We got feds trying to sue the governor of Texas for putting up the orange balls in the river. It's a, it's a freaking mess, man. And, and it's something has got to be done there. We got to do somebody has got to do something or we will lose the country. Eight to three. We've had, well, you, you'll hear the, you'll hear the deal. Let's just play him now. So here's Senator Kennedy. I was wrong. It's a Senator. Dressing down senior Biden immigration official under testimony about the border. Here he goes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Morant, um, since President Biden's been president, how many non-American citizens have come into our country illegally or on the basis of a claim of asylum? Thank you, Senator. Um, HSI as an investigative agency is... Uh... Um, how, do you know the number? No, Senator. You're a senior member of Homeland Security, are you not? That's correct. Does anybody know the number? None of you know the number. Try 8 million. Now, of that 8 million, how many were children, Mr. Morant? I don't have that number. Senator. You don't know. Does anybody know? None of you know. Isn't that special? Let's assume half. 
Okay. Eight million is four Nebraskas. Right? Four new states. Let's assume, I don't think it's as high, half of them are children. How many of the how many of those eight million people are still here? Do any of you know? Okay. Um, how many how many of those eight million are claiming asylum? You don't know? How many of them claim asylum and don't show up for their hearing? Nobody knows? How many of them claim asylum, don't show up for the hearing, and President Biden has deported them? You don't know? How, how many of them have claimed asylum, shown up for their asylum hearing, and been denied asylum, and been deported? You don't know. <laughs> I like that guy, Senator Kennedy from from I think Louisiana. He is so funny and he's so good. I mean, he's just isn't that special? Okay, and they're just sitting there and just like ah. Uh, and these are the top people, some of the top people on the whole deal. And it's like four Nebraskas. We've let in, aren't they? Where are they? They're just scattered all over the place. Four new states of people have come in. Mostly military age men, and they're from all over the world, not just you know the South America folks. <clears throat> anyway, so that's happening in our country right now as we speak. Got a couple of texts here on the Wendy Chevy text line. Here's somebody says, "I will stay with Trump. We know what we get. DeSantis has never been president, so we don't know actually what he will do. But we he has been a governor." Man, he was in the House of Representatives for a while, I think, right? And he does he has run the state very well. We we can I think we can see what he's done in a political stance in in Florida. It's phenomenal. Economically, they got billions in surplus. It's phenomenal what they've done in Florida. Anyway, so all right, so there's there's a there's a Trump stick him Trump, stick him Trump. What else we have? We have other uh, text here on the Windy Chevy text line, there is more evidence against Biden and his bribes than there is against Trump. But the media chooses to use Trump in their headlines to cover up for Biden. Yes, the First Amendment gives the media right to report whatever they want to print, true or false. That's true. Except the First Amendment should give Trump the right to talk about what he's, what's going on in his life. But no, the gag order from the stupid judge down there. We will throw you in prison if you talk about it. You make us look bad. So he he can't talk, but he's... Probably going to do it anyway, but you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's more. We talked about this yesterday. There's so much against the stupid Bidens. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's piling up every day. And I know these Republican committees are working on it. And there's James Comer's out there. He's doing his deal. But come on, man. Let's see some action. How's Hunter still running around free? That dude and the president got another text here. Good morning, Mr. Brooks. You're telling the truth. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you calling to texting from today? I, I see you now here. You're my, my trucker person. I think I see you from new Orleans there. And I'm looking back at some of the old text, Chicago, Detroit, all them. Where are you, where are you texting from in today? I'm curious. I appreciate you listening. All right. So what else, what else we got? What, 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 what we got? We got the warnings here in our own country, heightened warnings. That's awesome. We've had a new country now that's declared war against Israel. The country of Yemen, the Iranian-backed Houthis, declare war on Israel yesterday. And Saar Allah, the Yemeni Shiite jihadist terror organization known more commonly as the Houthis, took responsibility on Monday for a large number of ballistic and cruise missiles as well as drone attacks against the nation of Israel. They have decided to also jump in. How many other countries will follow? And they were uh, reported after reported killing on Saudi troops. 
savages from all over the planet rising up in jihad against uh, the West, against Jews in particular. And it won't stop with the Jews. It'll go on to the Christians. It'll go on to anybody that they despise, which is pretty much everybody that's not just like them. That's how they roll. They they don't assimilate into Western culture. They, you know, they, anyway, there's, that's happening. That's, that's, they're joining in. Turkey needs, something needs to be done about Turkey. Turkey needs to have their ass kicked out of the NATO. Can I, can I get an amen in the back? Turkey supporting Hamas, openly supporting Hamas. Turkey is a member of NATO. They need to have their asses kicked out of NATO. They're a big military country. That's a, a problem. Backing these criminals down there like that, these these savages. But they are, openly. Absolutely scum. All right, I came across this this morning. This is something you might want to think about. I thought it was good, and I'm going to read it to you. That's what I do here during the show. So this is a dude uh, put this out on, on X, formerly Twitter. And stand by. This is a spam call. It's a spam risk. Let's see if this is spam or a real person. Why is my phone not doing what it's supposed to be doing? Stand by. Let's see if this is anybody. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Hello? And goodbye. Okay. Well, that's, you never know. I just, I, I, Turkey needs to go, said David. Speaking of Turkey, I had turkeys in the backyard again this morning. I, there they were, boy, the corn feeder was going on, and there were the turkeys out there feeding all the hens, just having a good time. It's fun stuff. All right. So here, listen to this. Listen to this. This guy said, I have a basic question I've yet to hear a valid answer to. Israel stole Palestinian land. They need to return it or else. All Palestinian resistance is justified. Now, Israel is an apartheid state committing genocide against the Palestinian people. That's the argument. And I've seen really, really smart people. I, I had a guy that I used to, well, that I was following on Twitter. I bought two of his books. I signed up because this guy's a smart guy, and it's all about Bitcoin. And I was interested in Bitcoin, and I bought his stuff, and I've been reading his stuff, and he's a smart guy, but that, but I come to find out he's a Palestinian uh and he's he just gone full on now in support of what's going on down there. And so here, just gonna, let's just continue. Just one question. I'm not even talking about the fact that we have actual artifacts that say Palestine on them alongside a star of David, showing clearly that Palestine was Israel before 1948. I'm not talking about the fact that they, before any occupation, before there was even a state of Israel, Arabs were terrorizing Jews See the Hebron massacre of 1929. So that's one of the arguments. They said, well, we're only terrorizing the Jews because they took our land. Well, what the hell were you doing in 1929 when there was, there was no state of Israel and you were still massacring the Jews? You hated them then. You've always hated them. You've always wanted You were supporting Hitler, okay? So it's not a land deal like they try to make it out to be. This guy continues. I'm not talking about the fact that Israel has Arabs in every position in Israel, including parliament, members, and Supreme Court justices that are Arabs, okay? That's inside Israel. How many Jews are sitting on the Supreme Court over in the Arab countries? I'll wait. All right, there's not many. I'm not talking about the fact that the Palestinians have grown six times. So we either stink at genocide or that's just another lie. Palestinians are growing. There's, there's 2 million Palestinians living in Israel proper. Palestinians can come and go outside of Israel in to work and then go back home. How many, how many Jews are going into those no-go zones, man? I mean, it's, it's not many. I'm not talking about the fact that there was never an Arab Palestinian state in history and a terrorist named Arafat woke up one morning and decided to call all Jordanians Palestinians. Forget all that. Here's one question. Should any country in the world that conquered a, the land in a war or who took land from someone else return the land? Is a Native American violent uprising justified in the United States? I guarantee you the people on the left would say yes. Those people marching up there in those college campuses would go, yes, we should have the Native Americans here in, in our country rise up and defeat the colonist whiteies. That's what they say. 
If the answer is no, if you understand that in war, nations take land, if you know history and know that Israel never started any war in history, it's called Israel defense forces for a reason, but won them all. If you put all the facts I mentioned above aside, tell me why Israel should return land that it took in a war it didn't start, but won, but that the same standard doesn't apply to any other country. Why should Israel return any land when every other country took land in a war and no one is saying to them they need to return their land? Anyway, it's, of course, we know God gave the land to Israel. It's their land. It's not the Palestinian land, and it's never going to be taken away. Scripture is clear. <clears throat> it, it ain't happening. By gosh, not happening. Guys texting in from Hammond, Louisiana. Kicking butt, sir. Have a great day. You too. Anyway, I thought that was good. Something to think about. I'm telling you. There's there's so much, so much out there. People need to be educated, and I'm telling you what, our kids are not in a lot of these campuses. You know what I'm saying? All right. What else? What else? So I wish I had time to just listen to stuff all the time. There's so many things I keep I keep saving that I want to listen to. I have not had the time to listen to. But I'm trying to bring you the good stuff anyway. Doing what I can. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, did you see this? All right. Speaking of stupid kids on college campuses, right here, Patrick Dye, 21-year-old at Cornell University, has been arrested. He allegedly threatened to stab and slit the throat of any Jewish males he sees on campus and to rape and throw off a cliff any Jewish females and to behead any Jewish babies. This just happened. This happened yesterday. They arrested this guy for these death threats. And I saw a picture of this guy, and he's an Asian guy, I believe, looks to me like Patrick Dye, D-A-I, arrested. He's going to appear, I believe, in federal court today. A maximum term of five years and $250,000 fine and a term of supervised release of up to three years. He probably won't get any time. Maybe a slap on the wrist and a little ankle monitor or something like that. I mean, he said in his tweets or whatever he, wherever he was putting this out there, post calling for the deaths of Jewish people and a post that said, going to shoot up a 104 West, which is the... Um, 104 West is a Cornell University dining hall that caters predominantly to kosher diets, which is next to the Cornell Jewish Center. So saying, going to shoot up 104 West is threatening to kill the Jews that are in that, that area. He goes on, says, bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews. How can this kind of hatred get put into these young kids, uh, 21 years old? You haven't been oppressed by anybody. You're at Cornell. You're what are you doing? How how is this brainwashing going on that you could put this out there? You can have this in your heart to even say these kind of things. It's it's a problem. <laughs> it's a big problem. Our academia, man. What are y'all doing? It's not good. And, you know, I don't know what this guy's family life is. Who knows? I, I don't know. Because, you know, it, that's a big part of it. It's not just academics, I'm sure. But they are playing a major role in these liberal, liberal universities and they're brainwashing the folks. Golly, man, that's just... I hope they lock that guy up and teach him a lesson. Here's a texture on the Windy Chevy text line. Are we going to give our land back to Mexico? No, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're going to keep it like it is right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's the question, right? All right, what else is happening in news? What I got for you people? Let me see what I got. So this, we don't even hear about this. We're talking about refugees coming out of Gaza, what took a couple of million that live in Gaza, I guess. Here's an ABC News report. 
a record 6.9 million people have been displaced by conflict across the Congo. The United Nations Migration Agency said, making it's one of the large wor- the world's largest displacement and humanitarian crises. Crises. Have you heard about this, Monty? Are you hearing about the Congo? What's happening in the Congo? Seven million people displaced and looking for a spot to go. Conflict happening over there. Uh, you, you don't hear much about it. Just a little bit here and there. 80% of the people displaced live in eastern Congo's provinces of North Kivu and South Kivu, and blah, 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 which have been long been overrun by dozens of armed groups seeking a share of the region's gold and other resources. Okay. And probably that's where the lithium batteries are coming from. Have you seen these kids in the lithium battery mines barefoot and mining all this stuff for these folks that want to drive their electric cars? That's a serious deal. Like, you ought to, you ought to see that. These people driving these electric cars have no idea where these batteries are coming from, how they're being mined. That's way over there, and we're over here saving the planet driving our electric cars. Anyway, this is a massive deal happening in the Congo over there. I don't need not much news about that. Mercy. That's just, that's sad what people do to each other. It really is sad. I watched this yesterday. I can't play it because it's 13 minutes long, but this was so funny. Trump's attorneys had uh, uh, Swalwell, Eric Swalwell. Remember him? <laughs> He's the guy that farted really loud on a national live interview with CNN. I mean, he just blasted one out. He was, he was being interviewed by CNN. I mean, just it was undeniable. Just blew it. It was just so embarrassing. This guy, he's, I don't know how he could ever show his face again. But he was on he was on the stand. His attorneys had him up on the stand just to humiliating him before the world. It was so glorious to watch because he's such a, a dweeb. Anyway, that was good. I watched a little bit of that yesterday, but I can't play it for you. So what else we got? We got this big deal here. Um, we talked about that yesterday. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what time we got. 10, 12 minutes to go. All right. Let's just, let's just play this. I didn't get to play this yesterday. I want to see this is, this is our new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson, talking to Maria Baratoroma. Did we play this? About taking the funding and separating it? I don't think we did. Let's listen. Response and have you spoken to Maybe the we president did. about his request to tie the money together? Uh, between Israel and Ukraine? Well, listen, we're going to move a standalone Israel funding bill this week in the House. I know uh, our colleagues, our Republican uh, colleagues in the Senate uh, have a similar measure. We believe that that is a pressing and urgent need. There there are lots of things going on around the world uh, that we have to address, and we will. Uh, But right now, what's happening in Israel uh, takes the immediate attention, and I think we've got to separate that and get it through. I I believe there'll be bipartisan support for that, and I'm going to push very hard for it. Yeah, I think we heard it yesterday. But but, but Senator McConnell, the turtle over there, is is giving him hell about this. He wants all together. Well, it's the top thing is America's. We got to support Ukraine. We need it all together. And, And so glitched Mitch. It's giving the speaker a hard time because they want to separate it out. I'm telling you, man, Mitch loves giving money to Ukraine. He said, oh, it's the most important thing to Americans is supporting Ukraine. No, no, Mitch, you need to go to the pasture, pal. Go, man. It's not the case. Anyway, so Mitch is giving him a hard time already about it because he's doing the right thing. Absolutely. All right, got a, got a text here. Woke, worn out, commie experiment. That was probably about a previous comment. I don't even know now what we were talking about. Sorry about that. Anyway, so that's 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 what they're doing in the house so far. I like this Mike Johnson guy, don't you? I think he's doing things correctly, and uh, and that's good. Oh, so I saw this. I almost missed this little quote from the Wall Street Journal from the Israel or Egyptian Prime Minister. This is, this is how they roll over the list of this. Egypt's prime minister says the country is prepared to sacrifice millions of lives to ensure no one encroaches upon its territory. 
Egypt has stationed tanks and armored vehicles near the Rafah border crossing into Gaza. This is the this is the border that borders Egypt and Gaza down there. They're like, we're not bringing them into the Egypt. We don't want them, and we're willing to sacrifice all of these Palestinian refugees coming out of Gaza. We don't want them. We're putting our tanks down here, and we're willing to sacrifice those millions of lives. That's, that's the way they roll over there. You know, that's that's pretty brutal. And it's, you know, anyway, anyway, that's it. All right, take another break, pay another bill or two. We'll come right back, wrap it up, stay with us. It's a great opener, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I feel it. 8.53 is our time. About to, about to finish this thing out on a Wednesday. November 1st is here. I love that. I don't know why. Because Thanksgiving is coming, I guess. Okay, so have you seen this story? This was this was weird. I saw this, I think, probably eating lunch somewhere in a sports bar. I don't know. I saw this controversy brewing over a hockey player's throat-slashing death. Have you seen that deal? There's a hockey game. In case you hadn't seen it, a hockey game's going on, and this guy is sliding on the ice, and he's, he, he, he raises his foot up and kicks a guy in the throat and slits his throat, and the, the guy dies. And so I saw video of this. Uh, well, no, it was on it was on uh, Jesse Waters shows. What it was, guy on Fox, he was interviewing some hockey player, and the hockey player was saying, "Man, our our, our skates now are like razor blades. Like it's different from what we skated on twenty years ago. Like they're thin, they're titanium, they're sharp, and people are getting cut up. But they're they're looking at this as a possible homicide. You don't kick your feet up." and kick people in the head in hockey. That's not what you do. And this guy, this this uh, Matt Petgrave, and he, he's the guy that did the deal. Hey, he's got a, a, a horrible record, I guess. He's a dirty player, they say. And uh, it's it's really weird. If you, you ought to, I don't know if you want to watch it or not. It's, it's pretty brutal. I saw, I saw that replay over and over. I... I mean, I, I, if he's got a history of doing, you know, dirty play and stuff like that, and he, he, he it's just weird. Like you don't do that. He, I think you got to maybe manslaughter or something. I don't know if it's, you know, premeditated homicide, but it's nasty, man. It's, it's crazy deal. Did you see that? Not good. And what is going on with this? Uh, Elon Musk is said to Zuckerberg, the meta guy, Facebook guy. I'll fight you anytime, anywhere, under any rules. <laughs> I don't know what is it going on with that deal. Do you? I mean, I thought they were going to have this fight, and they were both this. There was this stuff training going on. They were talking about doing a cage match at the Coliseum in Rome, with UFC chief Dana White stepping in to help the negotiations. Zuckerberg claimed his focus is now on competing with people who take the sport seriously. And Musk said, I'll fight you anytime, anywhere, under any rules. <laughs> and I'd like to see it, though. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be kind of fun to just watch those two suckers going at it? I think so. Let's see. What's Fayroy chiming in here? He's got something to say on the windy Chevy text line. Float his teeth, take his halter off, slap him across the ass, old Mitch. We need to send him to pasture, don't we? <sighs> Glitch Mitch, man, he's he, he he's having trouble. And he's just no good. He's not helping America at all. Float his teeth, take his halter off, slap him on a butt. Get on out there, Mitch. Go. I agree with you on that deal right there. Somebody here on the Windy Chevy Tech slide on Redacted on YouTube, I saw a video of the tunnels underneath Gaza. Reinforced cement tunnels. I've seen those tunnels too, man. There are some serious tunnels. I mean, you think about tunnels under Gaza. Don't pretend that it's like some dirt tunnel they're digging out with shovels. Like, they're, some of these are hundreds of feet deep. How do you? And, and they're full of, I mean, they're concrete lighted, ventilated. They got 
you know, electric going, and I got this. There's there's a labyrinth of tunnels underground. It's some serious tunnelage going on over there. And I tell you one thing too that I was interested in. It was interesting in Israel when I was over there looking around, touring around and stuff. The stuff that they did underground was amazing. I mean, even in the old times when they were digging with hand shovels and stuff, there were there's lots of tunnels and underground stuff over there. It's and it's just rocks and dirt. I mean, it's there's some there's some fertile places, but trust me, it's a lot of desert over there. It's an arid place, and lots of rocks, and I don't know how they do it. But oh, and by the way, I don't know if this I haven't seen this on the news at all. I'm running out of time, but I saw it with one of my friends, Jeremy Gimpel. He's a friend of mine that lives in Israel. He's been giving reports and stuff. And ADT Solar, I don't need to hear from you right now or ever again, for that matter. And he said there was a a, a rescue of a, of a hostage. A young girl was rescued from the tunnels in Gaza. I'm thinking, where's the news on that? I haven't seen any of that. Have y'all seen any of that? And he was just—he was describing this whole rescue, man, and, and not like not the detail. He wouldn't know all the details, but he was showing the family and how they were praying for this girl. And dude, it was moving. And uh, just a young girl was kidnapped, and they got her—they got her out somehow. So, I guess with some of these incursions, you know, they, they're going in now on foot, and they're having some success. I did not see that anywhere in the news. I don't get to see it all. I guess there's other places I don't see stuff. I know it's shocking. But a glorious story. It is. It is. I mean, of course, the family's overwhelmed, and they're just thanking God, Baruch Hashem. So that was good, and I hope they get other ones out. Continue to pray for these hostages and for Israel and America that we uh, we would have success and the enemy's plans would be destroyed. They would be thwarted upon their own heads. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much going to do it for this Brewers briefing today because look at the clock. It's 9 o'clock. It's time to jump into Tradio, buy and trade and sell and give yourself away. Trisha Bailey standing by. If you need to make some money, that's the place to do it. And, hey, Turkey Talk's coming up. Bye, guys. Next week, we're going to start Turkey Talk. We do it every November, December. This year, we've changed it all up. We're giving away $1,000 cash, and we're going to get a barrel, and we're going to put it on the barrel head, whatever that means. We're, we're, we're doing it different. We're doing it different this year. Not giving away turkeys, not giving away $20 each. We're giving away $1,000. You're going to be able to get entered up. She's got all the rules, and uh, she'll tell you all about it on the turkey or on, on the turkey side, on the tradio side. All right, y'all have a good Wednesday. We'll see you again right here on Friday morning, God willing, in the creeks don't rise.